What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Being the market, one trade at a time. If you're new to the Market Marauder Show, it's an investment channel. Helps you to find the best deals in the market. Alright, so we'll be going over some of the crypto news. There's some of the highlights of some of the things that happened this week um, in the market. So, first I want to talk about Alonzo. Uh, so, last Saturday, Alonzo launched uh, on Cardano. Um and Alonzo is the hard fork for uh, Cardano. Uh, it was announced by their founder, uh, Charles Hoskinsons, but the official launch date was last week. So just going to briefly go over uh, some of the stuff in Cardano. So the Alonzo hard fork is a major upgrade to the Cardano network uh, that sees a much anticipated implementation of smart contract functionality. And this is pretty big for uh, the crypto community in general uh, because it adds a new functionality uh, to Cardano's platform. So actually gives more use case uh, to Cardano than what they previously had. Uh, smart contracts are a piece of computer code that automatically execute when certain predefined conditions are met. After the Alonzo update, uh, anyone will be able to create and deploy their own smart contracts on a Cardano blockchain, paving the way for native decentralized applications or dApps for short. So uh, Cardano's development roadmap uh, is divided into six main stages or eras, uh, what they call them, uh, each focused on expanding uh, the functionality of the network. So first you have Byron, uh, which sets up uh, foundation code of Cardano, uh, allows users to exchange Cardano um, ADA 1.003% uh, uh, currency named after uh, programmer uh, ADA Lovelace. Uh, and mine ADA with their proof-of-stake uh, consensus algorithm. Next, you have Shelly, uh, focused uh, on decentralizing the network uh, by setting up incentives uh, for users to host their own nodes. Uh, the main goal of the era is to make sure the nodes or individual computers are run by a diverse group of network participants rather than a small centralized group of users. The next one we have uh, being number three on the six main stages is Gogen. Uh, so that's G-O-G-U-E-N. Uh, introduces smart contract capabilities to the network, allowing developers to create decentralized applications on top of Cardano. Next, we have Basho, uh, B-A-S-H-O. Uh, improves the underlying performance of Cardano network uh, to be able to process more transactions and scale up. Uh, this arrow introduces sidechains, which is a mean of scaling a network using multiple blockchains. And lastly, number six, you have Voltaire, uh, which is V-O-L-T-A-I-R-E, adds a voting and treasury system of self-sustaining governance. Uh, users will be able to stake their funds to influence future development on the network. So... Um, now Cardano, um, and its entire ecosystem is in the final stages of, uh, the Shelly era. Um, and so after they leave Shelly, they'll be in, um, the Gogan area, 
which kind of starts with Alonzo and this smart contract uh, capability. So there are different stages of Alonzo uh, after its launch. So Alonzo Hard Fork is split into three main uh, color code phases. So you have Alonzo Blue, Alonzo White, and Alonzo Purple. Uh, so Starting off with Alonzo Blue, uh, introduced smart contracts with around 50 technical participants, uh, mostly stake pool operators or SPOs for short, uh, invalidated, invalidation errors and other simple fixes were found and tweaked during this phase. Uh, these standard bugs are expected to appear and be fixed as Alonzo goes through testing. Next you have Alonzo White. Um, Alonzo White adds more features and a wider range of participants to Alonzo Blue. Uh, the hundreds of new users will run through a sort of exercise bootcamp um, that will test the capabilities of the network. Uh, this experiment is being done uh, by IOG, the main development company behind Cardano, led by former Ethereum co-founder Charles Hoskins. Um, the company expects uh, the phase to last for around two or four weeks. Uh, and then you have the last one, which is Alonzo Purple, which will become fully public uh, testnet on board thousands of participants uh, to the network. Uh, this particular stage is split into two distinct phases, light purple and dark purple. Uh, the first will allow the simple smart contracts, while the latter uh, will allow more complex smart contracts. Um, and it says, then comes the final Alonzo Red uh, slash Alonzo Black color phases, uh, which are reserved for final bug fixes slash cleanup uh, to prepare the final release of the hard fork. Uh, any future tweaks of the hard fork will be very difficult to make uh, past this point, and so it is important for these two phases to be looked at very carefully. So that's kind of a small breakdown of um, Alonzo and its launch and just the Cardano community in general. So uh, just a small explanation. I think Cardano is a great project. I like what they're doing with the smart contract uh, capability. And I do like uh, their breakdown of the six different eras that they're going through. Uh, so definitely a nice uh, roadmap for Cardano uh, moving forward. Next, I want to talk about uh, Christie's. So Christie's is one of the world's largest auction houses um, that are going to be selling uh, some of the early NFTs that came out that were on uh, Ethereum. Uh, so a full set of Curio cards, uh, including uh, Misprint, is expected to fetch between $870,000 to $1.3 million. Um, so... The Christie's will be listing a set of 31 Curio cards uh, and several other prominent non-fungible tokens or NFTs uh, in the live auction on October 1st, uh, furthering its uh, foray into digital art sales. The 254-year-old auction house made history uh, in March uh, where it auctioned a Beeble NFT for $69 million. Um, so... Uh, Christie's Asia branch is now taking bids for several rare CryptoPunks and Bored Ape NFTs as recent buyer appetite of NFTs has grown. So NFTs have grown pretty crazy, um, in my personal opinion. Um, there's definitely a lot of projects out there, um, just like CryptoPunks and CryptoKitties uh, being some of the large ones. You also have Bored Ape, which is starting to grow um, in popularity. Another one that I saw was called Lazy Lions. That one is growing in popularity as well. Uh, but the NFT market in general is just uh, growing without bound. Um, a lot of them based off the Ethereum blockchain. So, uh, just bear that in mind. A lot of them, you will need ETH in order to, uh, try to transact and get some of those. 
But overall, I definitely like uh, the growing community um, and adoption for NFTs. Next, I want to talk about El Salvador. So a few weeks ago, El Salvador um, made Bitcoin uh, legal tender officially uh, as a form of accepted currency um, in the country. Um, And then after that, they recently have established um, Bitcoin tax exemptions for foreign investors. So trying to get more people uh, to come into the country and invest into Bitcoin. So uh, foreign investors will be exempt from tax on their Bitcoin profits in El Salvador, according to a legal advisor uh, from the, their government. The government of El Salvador has said that foreign investors will be exempt from tax, taxes on Bitcoin profits. Um, a governor disclosed the information September 10th um, and the development further incentive for entrepreneurs and investors to enter uh, into the country. So definitely very interesting uh, overall, trying to get more people to um, move to El Salvador to begin uh, investing using Bitcoin. Uh, but we'll see how it uh, continues to go moving forward uh, for the country. And I'm wondering, will they use any other currencies um, or adoption of any other currencies for illegal tender besides Bitcoin? This is kind of a test case for the world to see how Bitcoin is being used. I know you can go over there and like go to McDonald's and use Bitcoin. Uh, so it's very interesting uh, for the whole country. I think the country did buy, uh, I think it was like $21 million worth of Bitcoin uh, that they gave to uh, some of the people um, in the country itself, so definitely a huge adoption, uh, kind of forced adoption uh, of Bitcoin, but we'll see where the price goes um, in the future. Bitcoin is currently at $48,000, uh, so you know it's kind of on a little bit of a bearish downward trend uh, from where the uh, 50, it was like 52000 uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so next, a multi-million dollar investment uh, round spark rallies around Avalanche and Audius. Uh, so Audius um, is a crypto out there. Um, it is ticker sign AUDIO. I follow it pretty closely. Um, and it is at $2.70 um, per coin currently. Avalanche, I have not really been following that much. Uh, but I do know it's similar uh, to Audius. And Avalanche's current price uh, per coin uh, fluctuates quite a bit as well so avalanche is currently at $68.91 so definitely interesting uh, overall the different price gap uh, with Audius being you know the more cheaper one at $2.70 and avalanche being at around $68 but Uh, It is continuing to grow. Both of them are continuing to grow as uh, they get a lot of uh, adoption from a lot of uh, investors. So a bunch of people are starting to invest into uh, both forms. So uh, according to data uh, by Cointelemarkets Pro, uh, mark conditions for audio have been favorable at some time. Uh, The Vortex score uh, exclusive on Cointelegraph is algorithmic comparison of historical data uh, basically comparing the different prices between the two showing that uh, Audius is continuing to grow um, and there has been a 230 million dollar investing round for um, Avalanche so these are different uh, cryptocurrencies that are in the music world um, where you can you know have different 
music projects go up and use the coin to buy different rights of music. Uh, so definitely interesting as far as the world of entertainment is concerned. And if you are a new artist out there, definitely two projects to look forward to if you like crypto and you like um, royalties for your music. So next, I want to get into uh, MasterCard. MasterCard is doing a giveaway uh, of an NFT. So it'll be their first ever sweepstakes uh, to a card holder in the UK. So this is just for the UK only. Um, so they are exploring uh, popular featured digital art, uh, music collectibles, and more. Uh, MasterCard excited to offer a chance to win the first ever NFT created in a partnership with Jose uh, Marino. Uh, renowned football coach uh, and MasterCard global ambassador. So uh, it's a pretty unique one-of-one one NFT uh, that they're creating um, that you can sign up uh, through MasterCard uh, for uh, the chance to win this NFT. But it just shows you that a lot of different companies are getting into uh, the NFT world, uh, kind of riding some of the hype. Uh, but some of these projects are actually pretty legit out there. Um, and definitely excited to see that major companies like MasterCard are starting to get into the NFT game. So going back, speaking of crypto, uh, crypto.com being one of the um, exchanges you can buy crypto, uh, one of the ones that I use personally, they have uh, a card available for um, their crypto service as well. And they recently have made a deal with the UFC, but uh, in Earlier or later news, they have made a deal, a $15 million deal with Fnatic. So Fnatic is an eSport team, um, and they have made a deal with them uh, to come up with some NFTs. So definitely uh, going to be looking for that uh, moving forward. They're partnering with the eSport team Fnatic, um, and they'll be offering uh, money, offering fan rewards and money can't buy experiences. So um, this is going to be through... Uh, Crypto.com, which has NFT feature on it as well. Uh, so I think it's pretty cool that they're partnering with this eSport team. Um, and they play games like uh, League of Legends, uh, CSGO, and uh, Valorant. So those are the three main games that this uh, team is known for, but definitely very popular um, in the eSports team, um, eSports world. Uh, they have a lot of sponsors uh, like Monster um, and BMW. Um, almost as popular, in my opinion, as like a company like FaZe, which is another eSport team. Uh, so definitely you see a lot of eSport teams starting to partner up um, with uh, these crypto uh, sites. Uh, Crypto.com already has partners like the UFC, Formula One, um, uh, and NHL, uh, PSG, um, and some other superstars like Lionel Messi, Neymar, um, and some more. So they already have partnerships with some famous people, uh, famous clubs, as well as um, the UFC. But them jumping into the esports uh, world, I think, is a pretty good move for them overall. Uh, so definitely going to be looking to see uh, how this partnership works. Uh, definitely some good promotion uh, for them. As far as uh, Crypto.com is concerned, I think their marketing strategy is very good um, compared to what you see like uh, Coinbase doing. I'm not saying Coinbase is bad, but Coinbase went public as a company. There's not really much marketing uh, going on with Coinbase that I've seen. Uh, I know that you can buy crypto on both of these platforms, uh, but I do like overall the marketing that Crypto.com is doing with their deal with the UFC, as well as this uh, new deal with Fnatic. So, um both exchanges you can get coins uh, using, um, but I do 
kind of tend to like crypto.com a little more um, than Coinbase. Either one is your preference on whichever you would like to use uh, for investment. I'm not telling you uh, which service to use. Uh, just me from uh, personal use experience, I do like crypto.com uh, a little bit better. And lastly, I want to talk about um, Solana. Uh, so Solana-based music marketplace launches uh, with aspirations to tokenize royalties. Uh, so Solo Music uh, follows three LAUs, royalty program, uh, or platform as music industry crypto uh, experimentation. So uh, this company, uh, Solo Music, is actually based in my hometown of uh, Nashville, Tennessee, um, and they're launching a... Uh, NFT program to tokenize royalties. Uh, so the announcement follows a recent uh, story involving DJ Justin or 3LAU, uh, BLAU, um, launching the royalty platform uh, that will tokenize song royalties um, as tokens for anyone to buy and trade. Uh, so definitely get into some music ownership um, if that's the way you want to go. Uh, it says, while Solo will support Solana, Digital Wallet, uh, Solit, uh, and Phantom, for example, fans will not be required uh, to already possess a crypto wallet to use the platform. NFTs can be purchased in U.S. dollars using credit cards and other alternatives. So just because you don't have crypto or a crypto wallet, it's not locking you out of purchase of these royalties. Uh, so... They said we can charge somebody $10 to $20 for NFT and get them introduced uh, to the space. And then maybe as they discover the blockchain for the first time, they're more interested in investing in tokenized royalties uh, or moving into something a bit more uh, speculative. Uh, so this is uh, from the interview that they had with Coindesk. So definitely very interesting uh, overall. Um, and kind of using a practical use case for uh, NFTs. So NFTs can be used for a whole slew of different things, uh, whether it's just, you know, doing music royalties, which is starting to break out into doing. I know Tory Lanez uh, sold his album for, I think it was like a dollar uh, per album, uh, but he sold like a million copies of it. Uh, so made quite a bit of money uh, in NFT format. Uh, and there are a lot of uh, actual royalties that are actually for sale on different exchanges for uh, as NFTs. So definitely pretty cool as far as NFTs are concerned um, and definitely going to be the future of smart contracts um, moving forward. So hopefully this video helped you all uh, see some of the things that are going on in the crypto world. Hope everybody's able to lock in some profits and have a profitable week, whether you're a long-term investor or a short-term investor in crypto. Uh, this is to help you all uh, know all the moves that are being made in the crypto world. Uh, some of these names you may not know, uh, like Cardano or you know Solana. Uh, so I encourage everybody to go look up some of these things, look up some of the articles about these moves being made out here because there are a lot of money out there to be made um, in the crypto market. Um, you don't need a lot of money to really get involved into the crypto market as well. So um, definitely a growing field, a uh, lot of opportunity out there, um, and a lot of research uh, can help you to get a long way um, as far as crypto is concerned. Uh, so good luck to everybody out there trading. I uh, hope everybody's able to walk in profits. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace.